This is Kathy Rose and Raya B reporting live from our bedrooms. Does that person really love you? Is that person really your friend? Welcome to Was It Really Worth It? Well, we'll get into it. When you're getting into a relationship with someone, a relationship or friendship at that, you don't necessarily know what you're getting yourself into. You just admire the fact the person is there for you. They make you laugh. They put a smile on your face. They keep you entertained. A lot of people in this generation are deceiving. There's a verse in the Bible in Genesis 2.15 to chapter 17 that talks of satan once being god's best friend a lot of people want to be there for you just for the image it gives but they don't want to be there for you during the long nights the overthinking the reassurance the ups the downs they only want to be there for the ups only want to be there for the ups never the downs The song I just played was Issues Hold On by Tiana Taylor. In the song, she talks of being in a relationship, but it's not doing her any good. She wants to hold on, and she wants the person to hold on to her, but they keep pushing her away. That's toxic. You might not realize it now, but you're going to realize it when you're unable to go to sleep at night because you're constantly thinking of that one individual. A toxic relationship is basically an unhealthy relationship with a friend, a significant other, the list goes on and on. In an interview I did with a close friend who would like to remain anonymous due to how deep the conversation got, I asked them what their definition of toxic was and they said, my definition of toxic is something we can't seem to get away from for whichever reason and is no good for us. She's 100% correct. Because when you find that one toxic friend or one toxic significant other, 
You always want to be around them. You always want to be talking to them. But are they really doing anything for you? The next question I asked was, have you ever been toxic towards someone, whether it was for a good or bad reason? They said, I feel that as teens, we carry certain behaviors that we don't even realize are toxic until we really sit there and reflect on it. I 100% agree with her. 100% agree with her. Because when you hang around somebody for a certain period of time, you tend to pick up on them. You become your own little version of them. And when you do that, you tend to say things that they usually say, do things that they usually do, and think it's like a part of your regular pattern, your regular you, until somebody calls you out on it. And they're like, why would you do that? That's not you. And you're like, yeah, it is. But then you go home and you really sit there and think and be like, I never used to do this. It's so-and-so that used to do this. The third question I asked from our brief interview was, what is your recollection of the worst relationship slash friendship you've been in? This is when it got deep. She said, my most toxic relationship was in my freshman year of high school. I was in a relationship with a boy I had met through a friend, and he was what, who I thought the best thing that ever happened to me. I was 100% wrong. He manipulated me and played mind games on me like I was Monopoly. But I was so love-struck and blind to it. He'd often tell me, if you really loved me, you would, etc., etc. And it would range from the smallest of things to the greatest of things. After some time, I found myself breaking out with acne due to the amount of stress caused by him, distancing myself from friends and loved ones because he had me believing he was the only person that cared for me, fighting and arguing with other females and losing weight despite me already being skinny. That's really deep. That is so deep because the boys in this generation, it can be females too, but the way I feel is that boys in this generation will see a female has such a kind heart. They'll see that she's so pure and they're going to want to take advantage of that. They don't, they get a good girl and just don't know how to treat her at all. They see how their friends treat a female and they just think, okay, if he treats her like that, I should do the same. It sucks to say this, but the boys in this generation are all looking after, well, not all, most. Most are all looking for one thing. Not even one thing. They're just looking for your assets. They're looking for your body. They're looking for your money. They're looking for what you have opposed to who you are. The third question, I mean, the fourth question I asked was, how did you get out of that situation? They said... I got out of that situation by surrounding myself with people who were nothing but good vibes and would help me get my mind off the boy, which allowed me to eventually let go of him. The way you would spot signs to 
toxic friendships or relationships would be to look out for emotional manipulation, guilt tripping, or constant criticism. According to a brief passage on Jean Hales for Women's Health, the fifth question I asked was, what did you learn from that situation? She said, I learned to find my true worth and take full advantage of it. I'm 100% glad that she did that because I feel that as females, we want to live up to society's views. We want to live up to society's standards. But we're so young, so we don't really understand what comes with being that it girl, being that Instagram model. The sixth question I asked was, do you believe you inherited toxic traits from that relationship? The person said, I do believe I inherited toxic traits from that person. Instead of telling, instead of me telling a significant other something they did bothered me, I would let, I would let them be and go ghost opposed to voicing my opinion and hearing what they have to say and later come to an understanding. Although that isn't as toxic, I feel that that's when communication comes into play. And that's something that a lot of people don't want to do. They don't want to talk because they feel that they're going to be canceled out or shut out just for wanting to speak their mind. That is toxic when you're making that a habit of horrible communication. But... It's something that can easily be worked on. Easily. The next question I asked was, what kept you around that person for so long? They said, what kept me around the person so long was how they made me feel. I loved how they would sweet talk me and give me reassurance here and there, which is what would reel me back in every time when I gained the strength to leave. The eighth question I asked was, what would you change about how you go about picking your friends and significant others? They said, I would watch out for obvious red flags. I would notice them, but assume it was because they they didn't know me, which is the reason they act the way they do. I would think it's because that's how they are with their friends, opposed to listening to my gut. That's what you should always do, in my opinion. Always listen to your gut feeling, because your body will send you alarms to a whole lot of things before you even realize. Why do you think when you're walking into the street without looking both ways, your body may flinch? Because there's a car coming at you. Why do you think that when something is being tossed in your direction, although it may not hit you, you flinch. It's because that's your body warning you. Fight or flight. The ninth question I asked was, what would your advice be to someone who's in a toxic situation? They said, my advice for someone in a toxic relationship would be to keep going back until you're tired, but don't give them your all when you keep going back slowly let them off so it's easy on the both of you although there are better ways to go about 
ending a toxic relationship. I feel that this may work, but the person already knows you. They already know your mind. They already know your mental. So they're going to see what you're trying to do before you even are able of accomplishing it. And they may say or do a gesture that makes you think, oh, yeah, they love me again. Like, they notice that they messed up. But no, you always got to keep your guard up. I think that if you're in a toxic relationship or friendship, you should tell them. Just tell them that I don't want to be here with you. I don't want to do this. You got to let them know how you're feeling. Let them know what they've done to you. And then set boundaries. Because at the end of the day, your mental health and your overall health is way more important than just some friendship or some bond that's messing you up in the first place. The final question I had asked my friend was, even if you know that person is no good for you, would you still go back? They said, yes. I would go back knowing the person isn't good for me just to do them how they did me so they know what it feels like being treated for less than what you really are. I think that was actually really funny, but I wouldn't do that because... The fact that the person has lost you should be torture enough. My advice for anybody when you're getting into a friendship, a relationship, is to analyze the person before you even get into it. Or even while you're into it, just analyze them. Take time, sit there, and look at how they treat others. Because although they may not treat you like that off rip, don't think that it can't happen to you as well. It most definitely can. Being in toxic relationship has levels to it. It can start off with something as small as ghosting you and lead into even bigger things such as mind tricks, mind games, manipulation. When wanting to get out of a relationship, a couple steps you should take are identify your emotions. Be aware of what's going on. Separate yourself from them. And let them know how what they're doing triggers you or bothers you. The second step would be to establish your ground rules. Take time to figure out what's reasonable for you or what you're prepared to accept within the relationship. That's only if you want to keep it. If you really do see potential in that person, then do that. If not... Skip to the third step, which is protect yourself. Set up boundaries, like I said earlier. Let them know they can't access you the way that they used to. I feel that I've been going on for so long. This was Was It Really Worth It by Kathy Rose and Raya B.
I hope you guys enjoyed. Inspired the difference, yeah. Me, I'm never acting shady. You will always be my baby.